Hi everyone, it's Elise from True Crime Cat Lawyer. That's right, I've combined my three favorite things into a podcast, cats, true crime, and lawyering. Every other Thursday, my co-host Winston and I bring you a new case from the Pacific Northwest. Winston is my sassy sidekick with a mustache who can often be found donning a bow tie. In other words, she's my cat. Winston and I are passionate about true crime and we love doing this podcast. As of this recording, we've released over 30 regular episodes and a few bonus episodes. Our episodes are focused on the victims and sharing their stories, something we take a lot of pride in. We're working hard to produce true crime content in an ethical way. Plus, every quarter, Winston and I donate our ad proceeds and Patreon proceeds to a true crime or animal-related nonprofit organization. If you're from the Pacific Northwest or you just enjoyed true crime, Winston and I would love for you to check out our show. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Good Pods. We hope you'll join us for some true crime in the Pacific Northwest. Abandoned houses are usually home to urban legends. Today, we bring you the tale of two abandoned houses, one in Honduras and one in Nuevo León, Mexico. Hi everyone, this is Christina. And this is MJ. And today we have a very special guest that I am so excited to have here. If you are on TikTok and you like spooky stories and you don't follow her, do you even like spooky stories? Because like you need to be following her. Probably one of my favorite TikTok and YouTube uh, channels. Um, I'm like fangirling a little bit. But we have Leti of Leti Loves You. Say hi to everyone. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Leti. I'm from Leti Loves You on TikTok and YouTube. I read a lot of paranormal stories or, you know, anything paranormal, really, videos, urban legends. Um, I think I got into the paranormal because of my childhood home. It was very haunted. And it's it's still very haunted. <laughs> yeah, and if you haven't guessed it, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Haunted houses. I have a story. MJ has one. And then Leti, you're going to tell us haunted house story. Okay, I, I feel like we can be here all day, though. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, but first, I do have a listener story. If you have a story that you want to send us, go ahead and you can either DM us on Instagram or you can send us an email at spookytales at gmail.com. Uh, either one is fine. And, you know, if you want uh, if you want me to read it on TikTok, then just let me know on the email as well because I usually just read them on the podcast. But this person uh, sent it in as an email and they said, This story happened when I was about seven years old. One night, I had woken up to use the bathroom, which was right in front of my room door. Before I got down from my bunk bed, I asked my older sister if she could turn the light on, since she was on the bottom part of the bunk bed. I didn't get any response, so I asked her a few more times and eventually went back to sleep because I didn't want to leave without the lights being turned on. After I tried going back to sleep, I saw the lights were flickering on, so I thought it was my sister turning them on for me. I got up and got down from the bed and opened the door and went to the bathroom. When I left the bathroom, I heard someone banging on the front door of the house. I went to see who it was and there I saw my older sister outside. 
I didn't believe it at first and my heart dropped because I swear I saw my sister turn on the room lights for me. But she was outside the whole time it happened. I opened the door and came and she came inside and I asked why she was outside and how she turned the room lights on and left. She asked me what I was talking about and uh, and asked if I was crazy. <laughs> me and her ended up going back to back into our room and we saw a black figure standing beside our bed. Stop it. And that is where they ended? Like, what happens next? Did the black figure disappear? Like, I need to know. <laughs> That's like some doppelganger stuff. Right? right I feel oh. like I always want to hear, like, what happened after, but everybody seems to stop just at what happened. <laughs> yeah, I need a conclusion. <laughs> a whole storyline, like beginning, middle, and end, all of it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's uh, that's creepy. Um, no thanks. <laughs> but yeah, MJ, do you want to tell us your the house you found first? Yes. So uh, the house I'm covering is called La Casa Embrujada de Santa Rosa de Copan, which translates for our Spanish challenge friends as the haunted house of Santa Rosa de Copan. It's an old dilapidated house in Honduras, and according to people who have visited this house, or what's left of it, it's haunted. Claims of strange things happening, paranormal things, disembodied voices and sounds. The home right now is pretty much in ruins. It has graffiti on the wall. Half of the roof is missing. One wall is missing, nor doors or windows, so it's just open to the elements. The residents of Santa Rosa say that a priest died in this house and with him several children who lived on the farm. It was a suspicious death. Nobody knows exactly what happened on that property. Since that happened, the house has not be- been re-inhabited. Univision once sent a team to cover a story on this and apparently like the crew was in- like really scared. I didn't have a chance to like look it up, but I think after this recording, I, I will see what. Okay, I have seen this video. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the same house because when you look up haunted mm-hmm. houses in Honduras, this is like one of the only ones that pops up. But in the video, there's like someone they're going downstairs and then they like turn around and you can see like a black shadow. Um, obviously some oh, things are easy to no. fake, but it's still creepy, like, to watch. It's still creepy. Like, even if it's, like, one of your friends, like, pulling a prank on you, no. Don't do it. <laughs> Just don't. I'll, like, scream. I'll be screaming out of the haunted house, even if it's, like, someone I know just pranking me. I can never do haunted houses. Like, I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> I will cry or, like, I'm always scared I'm gonna have a heart attack because... No, like don't don't scare me. <laughs> no, or it's like real, I was like, imagine if like the only way out is like through the ghost. You're like, okay, ghost, you throw hands. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I would just sit down and stay there forever if I had to walk through like a house of ghosts to get out. I think this is the same house that they say you can hear like screams. Like the neighbors have said that because it's like, is it almost like on a hill by itself? And then like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like, yeah, people hear that. And many people have tried to buy this house or visit it, but many confess that there is a paranormal presence inside. Other neighbors say that some people who have tried to inhabit the house or those who dare to do so die mysteriously. Oh. However, many residents around the area refuse to speak on it because people in the area seem to be terrified of this home which i i think the whole like 
people hearing screams from it like adds on to it. The legend has become so famous that many people come to the house just to visit out of curiosity or to visit the town to be told the legend of the haunted house. The church still owns the property and has denied any horrible incident happened on the property and that it's not inhabited due to financial reasons. The church has also blessed the house to prevent paranormal activity from happening. The Catholic Church claims that it's a lie by people who want to damage the reputation or spread lies about the church. It's all speculative. Specula- I can't even say that. Speculative <laughs> at this point. But also, if nothing happened, then why do you need to bless it? Is it is it mean of me to say that like these stories make me feel a little better about my haunted house? Like my haunted house is bad, but it's it's not this bad. <laughs> it's not this bad. <laughs> it's not on this level. It's not on this level. And there is also a video on YouTube where three gentlemen go to the ruins and they find bullet shells. And while distracted, you can hear uh, the throwing of bricks or rocks. And if any of our spookies plan to go here please wear a hard hat like the house is falling apart i did find another legend where people believe it's damned and that the priest was up to no good and now there's a demon that inhabits it so but please wear if you guys are going to visit wear a hard hat like i think there's roof tiles falling on the floor you don't want to get like hit or else you'll become another ghost in the the house house. (laughs) i think i've read that there's a demon in the house the first article I um, came across said nothing about that. And then I kept on searching and they were like, oh, there's a demon. I was like, oh, why is there always a demon? I don't know. Religious, like, haunted places just kind of creep me out. I also out. feel like the more people that go, the more energy it, like, takes. Uh-huh. And even if it wasn't haunted, like, it, it could be haunted now. Like, it could have some kind of, like, tulpa attached to it. What is that? It's like when so many people believe something that it becomes oh, real. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think I've done TikTok on this like a long time ago. I lose track of everything I've talked about, but I'm pretty sure I talked about this place on TikTok, not on the podcast. Okay, so mine is uh, La Casa de los Tubos, the House of Tubes. Have either of you heard about it? Never. Okay, well, this is uh, from Monterrey, Nuevo León in, in Mexico in the municipality of Guadalupe. So there's this like strange house that has caught the eye of many since the beginning of its construction because it's made in the shape of tubes, hence the name La Casa de los Tubos or the House of Tubes. And it's it's a weird design. If you look the house up, it looks weird. (laughs) The construction of the house began in the 1970s, but it was never completed and it remained abandoned until someone purchased it in 2016 and reconstructed it and that was completed in 2019 and so of course like a weird looking building that's been abandoned for so long it's there's gonna it's gonna inspire urban legends and the the legend for this one is really sad so trigger warning for child death and uh, suicide so if you don't want to hear those things then just skip this part but According to legend, a young girl and her father moved to Monterrey and they only had each other. The little girl's mother had tragically passed away. It was the father's dream to build a house for the two of them. It would be an enormous house, all for his daughter. He bought land and began looking for contractors to build this dream home. One day, he saw his daughter's 
uh, his daughter drawing. The little girl loved to draw, and there was one thing that she drew the most. It was a house shaped like a tube, and inside of the house there were no stairs, only ramps, because the little girl was a wheelchair user, and uh, her dream house included no stairs, so she could just roll around and, you know, not need help uh, traveling through the house by herself, not need help, like, roaming the house. And so the father looked at the drawing, and um, he'd seen it many, many times, and he asked his daughter if she wanted to live in this house. And the little girl was super excited. She screamed, yes, please, like, this is my dream home. And so he looked for architects to construct this exact house that his daughter had drawn. And he found them. They got to work. Through their days building, uh, construction workers began noticing odd things. Their tools would go missing or they would be moved around, like if someone were playing a joke on them. They blamed each other, but all of them insisted, like, no, we didn't move anything. And so they just were like, whatever, who knows what's going on. They kept working. Then they began hearing voices. And still, they didn't think much of it because it sounded like faraway conversations. And maybe it could have been that because the house is situated sort of on a hill. So maybe it was like someone having conversations, like, I don't know, below them. So they kept working. And then one day, during a night shift, one construction worker was at the very top of the house while the rest were doing something else, and he fell to his death. They all assumed it was a tragic accident. And they kept working. They continued to experience strange occurrences, the voices, their stuff being moved. And uh, when they brought it up to their boss, he just blew them off. He was like, stop being miedosos, uh, scaredy cats. And just keep working. So they continued to work. And then on another night shift, there was another co-worker who fell from the top of the house again. And the rest of the workers ran to where their co-worker had landed. He was still alive, but gravely injured and close to death. But he was able to say, I heard it. It said, it doesn't want us here. We don't belong here. And then he died. After hearing that the constru- and seeing their co-worker die right in front of them, the rest of the construction workers walked off and they abandoned the construction of the house altogether. The father began searching for new construction workers to finish the dream home, and in the meantime, he visited the site with his daughter. She gazed upon the almost finished house in awe and wondered as her father continued to look through the house. Suddenly... The man heard screaming, and in horror, stared as his daughter fell to her death from the same floor the other workers had fallen from. Heartbroken, he ran to her and found her no longer breathing. She had died on impact. The man could not live without his daughter, and he died by suicide later that day. The house remained abandoned after that, and many who walk by feel the sensation of being watched, as well as hear the murmurs of a conversation when no one else is around. Those brave enough to look at the abandoned house claim to see the same little girl staring back at them from the window. And that's the legend of the house. Wow, that was a lot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) For a second, I I actually thought it was like you were going to say the little girl pushed the guy or something until the little girl died and I'm like, whoa. It took a turn that I was not expecting. Yeah. 
I googled the house and it's very beautiful. Oh, that you might be looking at the remodeled version. Yeah, the remodeled version. Yeah, is very it was remodeled in 2019, and some of the parts are still tube. Like it still has like I think like three tube parts from the original uh-huh. construction design, but it's definitely more modern looking. Oh yeah, they the people who bought the house like completely debunked the legend. The original construction ceased because the owner could no longer afford to finish the building. But when you look at stories of the house, like on YouTube or whatever social media, you'll see comments from like local people who are like, the little girl's still there. <laughs> Did you see the old pictures of it? Yeah, I saw the old pictures. Is I wonder if there's any like um those urban explorer people that gone before it even started reconstruction. Uh, yeah, there's videos on YouTube, but I didn't watch any of them. I should have. I, I love watching those urban explorers. It kind of scared me, though, because I'm like, oh, my God. Are we going to watch, like, a piece of a building fall on somebody? That's worse than, like, a ghost, honestly. It is worse than, like, a ghost, but I feel like a lot of those uh those people who go into, like, abandoned buildings, I'm like, y'all are risking your life. I don't think I could ever Yeah, do you that. wouldn't catch me doing that. <laughs> what was that? I said the same thing. I don't think I could ever do that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. I feel like I have enough by just reading on things. Because I swear, if I get scared, there's no way that I could run. Like, I'm going to freeze up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to take a step. I'm going to stay there like an armadillo playing dead. There's no way I'm going to (laughs) run. Yeah, same. This is why I don't get, like, in zombie movies when people are trying so hard to live. I'm like, "Mm, I'd probably, like, end it myself before I turn into a zombie. (laughs) I know, same. <laughs> or I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, you know what, whatever. Zombies, come here. Come, come turn me. <laughs> you join them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would join them. One of us. One of us. <laughs> yeah, those are those are the stories we had. So uh, tell us. Tell us about this haunted house. Um, I have watched some of, oh, actually, almost all of the videos where you talk about them. So I know. A little bit about it, but I'm going to pretend that it's all new. Well, actually, I, I'm going to tell a, a new story. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. I, I feel like I need to tell you guys that I personally have never seen Duendes in my mom's house. Like, oh. I have seen personally shadow people. I've seen a little girl. I've seen, like, this demon thing. But so many people have claimed to see Duendes. And I have personally never have, not in my mom's house, at least. But I guess in order for me to tell you the story, I have to go back to when I was like six, seven years old. This house used to belong to my grandmother. And when my grandmother passed away, my mom bought the house. So technically, we were still living in it. Um, But back in the day, my family used to do um, farm working. Like when you travel to like North States and to okay. work yeah yeah so we all lived in that house with my grandmother my grandma and my grandpa so it was my mom dad and us three kids in one bedroom and <laughs> this story was actually told to me by my mom but it'll make a lot of sense after so my dad was the kind of person that never believed in paranormal things but one night he woke up literally woke everybody in the house and claimed that he got bit on his toe by a little kid but <laughs> oh my god oh my god but here's the thing all of no. us were like sleeping next to them he, when he woke up like when he felt that bite we were all laying down like in the same bed oh. with my mom and the door was closed like no one could have bitten him 
weeks and everybody had already like claimed to see duendes at my mom's at my grandma's house so yeah so fast forward to 2021 uh, i got married in march of last year and on my honeymoon we actually went down to where my family lives and we stayed at the island but on the last day my mom wanted to throw us a party you know something simple like it was just me my siblings because covid we couldn't do anything crazy but okay i feel like i have to add this my husband's white (laughs) (laughs) that's an important detail because like they don't they don't they don't believe a lot of the same things that like yeah i don't know we grew up hearing you yeah, know yeah definitely my husband's also white well half white but yeah. <laughs> i i have told my my husband like hey my mom's house is haunted just like don't if you see something don't worry about it just don't pay attention but he's always the type that's like oh i don't care i don't get scared like i don't believe blah 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 you know so mm-hmm. on the last day of our honeymoon which just happened to be that day of the party we decided to check out of the island and stay with my mom because that morning we're just going to leave back to Austin. So I'm in the middle of a party, right? Sitting on the table and my husband's with my my stepdad, with my brothers. And he comes up to me and he's like, hey, I need to tell you something, but I'm going to tell you tomorrow when we leave. And I was like, okay, I don't know <laughs> what this is about. And I was never even thinking this is something paranormal. So <laughs> it comes like the party ends. We're about to go to sleep. And we put an air mattress in the living room, which is, just like there was not a lot of room so we put our mattress there and I overhear my husband tell my little brother oh don't worry it's I'm not scared of those duendes like (laughs) he dead ass said that like don't worry I'm not scared of the duendes and I just turn around I'm like you're gonna wish you'd never said that like that is yeah like you know yeah and here's the thing like when we were laying when we're about to lay down I always put my feet towards like his feet, but for some reason that night I remembered that story about my dad, and I was like, "Hail to the no! They are not gonna mistake my feet for yours." I'm. Gonna... <laughs> I was like, "My feet are gonna be on this end, and you gonna keep yours over there. Like, don't play with me." <laughs> and you know what's funny too that I never told my husband that story, but. And I felt like I never needed to tell him that, you know? So all night, all night, nothing, like something kept us awake. Like things were just being thrown at us. And it would sound like, you know, those big tumbler cups. Okay. Yeah. At one point, that was the loudest noise, like a tumbler cup just being thrown at us. And I I felt like I was not getting any rest. And at one point I woke up and my husband tells me something grabbing my foot. He was like, oh, something grabbed no. my foot. And I was like, shut up. Because, again, I didn't tell him this. I was trying to protect my own toes. I wasn't going to talk to him about his toes. <laughs> so, so then oh my God. it was, by this time we hadn't slept. It was five in the morning. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go. We're not going to get any sleep. Like, something is literally preventing us from getting any rest. And the whole time I'm thinking, you should have never said you weren't scared of, of the blunders, right? Yeah, I was, like, mocking them. They were like, oh, we're, we're, we'll show you. Yeah, so I woke up my stepdad. I'm like, hey, we're going to leave. But I I want to tell you that we didn't, couldn't sleep all night. Like, all night something was bothering us. So he's like, he tells my mom. And, you know, we get in the car and we leave. But on the car ride, my husband tells me what happened that, at the party. And, again, like I said, there wasn't any people there. It was just, like, my siblings. And there were only two kids in that party. 
and my husband said that he went inside to use the restroom and from the corner of his eye he he thought he saw a kid walking towards the restroom but he passed the restroom and went to my little brother's room so he's like oh he might be lost because you know he he doesn't know where the restroom's at so he says he walks into my brother's room and there's nobody in there and he's like (laughs) what the heck i just saw a little person so he comes back out and tells my brother and my stepdad and of course my brother's like oh like this holy of the wedding dude like don't pay attention but they all go back inside and look at the entire house and there's no one in there and the two kids are outside so that's what he didn't want to tell me that night that he yeah. <laughs> that he saw a duende which is crazy because even i've never seen one at my mom's house and just so that you guys know we did have a medium come to my mom's house i want to say like 13 years ago and the only reason he was there is because again i was experiencing like a lot of I don't even know if I should call it sleep paralysis because I was physically being attacked. And when this medium came, he did tell us that we had Duendes. And he was like, you guys hear like the doors jiggling? And I was like, yes. Like till this day as a 31-year-old, I cannot go to sleep unless my my bedroom door is locked. Because, every, you know, in my mom's house, all you would hear would be like the jiggling of the door, but everyone's asleep. Or... Or you would hear like the, what do you call it? Like the dish strainer, the trastes? They would, yeah. you would just hear them all fall to the ground, like the loudest noise. And we would all open our bedroom doors and go to the kitchen and they would all be on the dish strainer. Like nothing was on the ground. Oh my God. Cause they, they love to play tricks yeah. and there they are just, oh. And the, the, that's what the yeah, medium sorry. said too. He's like, they're, they're not going to do anything. They're just very like mischievous. But he pronounced that. Isn't it mischievous? You know, I never say it right. Mischievous, mischievous. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and he also did mention, he. I don't even know how to explain this, but he looked at me and he was like, why are you so angry? And I was like, what? Like, I'm not angry. And looking back, I was like, I was so angry. I was. And it's funny because I think I started out being very scared. Like, very scared. And as I grew older and as I, like, had to, like, my childhood is a little traumatic. But then I had to go on and deal with nighttime, which was also, like, really messed up. Like, all these things that were happening. And, yeah, I was angry. I Instead of being scared, I started turning very angry and very frustrated at this thing that would come, like, every single night to, you know, bother me and, like, do things to me. And I didn't know how to, like, deal with it. So it kind of turned to anger. But yeah, he was spot on. Wow. He also mentioned, like, does something, like, choke you? And I was like, yes, it does. My God, like, he just knew all these things. Yeah, and I feel like that's the only time that I saw my mom and she was like, what? Like, this is, how does he know this is actually happening? But, like, I don't know. I felt like I stopped telling my mom things because I, at the time, I thought she didn't care, right? I was a kid. I would tell her, hey, like, something's happening, and it felt like she didn't care, but as I grew up, I was like, no, she was scared, too. Like, she would tell me, like, she said that one time I went up to her room telling her something. Um, Do you want me to tell you what happened? It's not that long. (laughs) Yeah, no, we have, have, yeah. So, I was laying in bed, and I, I... woke up because i heard stomping on the on the on the roof on the ceiling like if 
someone wearing boots was like running from one end to the house to the other. Yes. <laughs> and unfortunately, my my room was like the farthest from everybody else's room. It's always that room. I, too, I, oh my the God. One yeah, further, it the was furthest. the worst because I had to like get courage to like go. And let me tell you that that night I was like, okay, I can't turn on the lights because if something's running and I turn the light on, they're going to see me. So I was like, I'm going to leave all the lights off, walk all the way to my mom's room, and I'm going to tell her that I'm scared, right? I never used to do that. I was always like, I'm going to stay up until she wakes up and then I'll go to sleep. I don't have to tell them, right? So that night I heard it like, and there was, you can't mistake it for an animal because like, it just sounded like a human running from one end to the other. So I mustered up the courage and I walk all the way to her room and I'm like, mom, she's like, what? I was like, I don't know why I said it this way because I was a kid. I was dumb. I was like, there's a man crawling on the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, no, like, yeah, that sounds crazy. I should have said I can hear a guy walking on the roof. Um, Right. (laughs) So I just remember her saying, there's nothing. Go back to sleep. And I was just so disappointed. Like, I was so scared and you're sending me back to my room. But now that I'm older, I'm like, I scared the shit out of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she, you know what this reminds me of, Christina? What? The meme. Oh, the meme. the meme. Yeah, there's this comic of like a kid going to the, his parents' room. And he's like, there's a man outside my window. And they're like, and you think I'm going to hear that shit? Seen it. <laughs> and he goes back to his room. And then uh, the the man on the window is like, I'm sorry, your parents are so mean. <laughs> No. no, but for real, my my brother used to say that he would like see things in all of our house, and I I never saw anything. Like I just don't think I can experience these <laughs> things unless I'm with someone that really has like a strong aura for that kind of stuff, like my mom and my brother. But I've never seen anything personally. But he would always say that he would see shadows or like a figure walking past his window and so he would run to my mom's room and and it would be the same thing like oh there's nothing there but really my mom would be like freaked out and she tells us now she's like yeah in my head I was like oh my god he's seeing things too because she would see them but she didn't want to scare him more so she thought maybe if I say there's nothing there then like maybe he'll believe me but obviously my brother was seeing these things so he was like they're just dismissing me and like no one was like happy (laughs) no yeah and now as an adult like I I reminded her of that day because I was like mom remember I told you that I heard stomping on the roof she's like yeah I heard it too and I'm like you heard it too like we could have been scared together and you send me to my room (laughs) (laughs) I would have been like you know what come just just sleep here right (laughs) because I've had that happen to me like when I was like 15 it's the same house that i saw the shadow person you would hear people or something walking like it was bipedal like it was two legs because when it's an animal you they you hear the pitter patter really fast and you could hear like and it sounded like boots like work boots you know i'm talking about like um either construction boots or like like steel toed steel toe boots yeah because it was like really heavy really stompy and it sounded like like um like boots hitting the ground, but it was on the the roof, the ceiling in our attic or something. I was like, nope, I was scared. Yeah, it's the worst, especially when you hear it like coming towards your room. Like, 
Yeah. Oh my God. It, it was bad. I mean, I, I've experienced so many things at my mom's house. I feel like every night I would get visited by this thing. And you know what's funny? I was listening to your podcast about the top hat man. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. that was a top hat man, but I, I, I clearly remember you saying like, once you face it, like it's gone. That's exactly what happened with me with this. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what to call it because I don't know if it was sleep paralysis because I feel like when you have sleep paralysis, you're just like laying there and stuck. Like, do you, do you see things when you have sleep paralysis? Be- no, I don't, which is weird. Cause a lot of people are like, uh, uh, a lot of people do. do you have these dreams. And I was like, no, actually when I have sleep paralysis, it's just annoying. And I know that I'm having sleep paralysis. I'm fully conscious. And what I have to do the way I do it, I don't know if this is something that works for everybody, but I force myself to go back to sleep. And then I could wake up out of it. But when I'm in sleep paralysis, I don't really get anything. There was this one time, but everything else that I've seen, I've been fully awake. Yeah, a lot of people do see things. Cause, and even in, in Spanish, when you say sleep paralysis, a lot of people call it se me subió el muerto, yeah. like the dead person got on uh-huh. top of me. Because so many people see something, like a shadow climbing on top and they can't move. Or like a straight up like... Some people will describe, like, a red demon just sitting on top of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I don't know if everyone sees, like, the same thing. But um, the sensation of something or even seeing something climb on top of you and then you can't move is, like, it's described so, like, commonly that way. Scary. And I'm like, I never had that. Everything I've seen, I've been fully awake. Yeah, to me, it just feels, like, real. And I'm awake, but I just can't move. And I guess back to the topic of that top headman thing where, like, you said you had to face it. That's exactly what happened. Can I tell you the story of how it happened? Yes. So, again, this has been, like, years of this thing coming to me at night and, like, choking me or, like, you know, doing things to me. And it went from me being scared to me just, like, I I don't know if this is too dark, <laughs> but I want to say that at, at some point I would beg it to kill me like just take me do whatever you have to do yeah and looking back at it now I'm like I would never do that like that is not me like I was a loving girl you know what I mean I think I was just so angry and tired of it coming to me and doing these things that I got to a point where I was like no just do what you have to do like end me do whatever you need to do because I'm tired of it and when it didn't I was like oh you cannot do that you can't do anything to me. So instead of me being like scared, I went from being scared to being angry. And I remember this night very vividly because it was the last night that this thing ever came. And I had a, I had made a plan. <laughs> so I had made a plan and I was like, if this thing comes again, you're not going to be scared and you're going to turn around and you're going to face it and you're going to look at it. And I had talked myself up that, point there's no way that I'm going to back down from this so the night came and it came too and I remember just like that instant of it like holding my neck and I was like okay this is my time I was like and you know what's weird I was talking to myself in my head I was never saying this out loud like I was talking myself up in my head everything I said was in my head that when it came and it was choking me I told myself okay, in the count of three, you're going to turn around and you're going to look at it. So uh, in my head, I'm like, two. And right when I was about to say one, I hear this thing whisper in my ear, 
don't look at me. Oh, oh my God. hell no. But I did. But I did. Ugh. Like, I did not care. It did. You know how when, like, you don't expect something because you just talked yourself up so much? I did not expect uh-huh. it to tell me don't look at me. So at that moment, I realized that it could hear my thoughts or, like, oh, something, yeah. you know? <clears throat> um, so Ugh. I didn't care. I was like, no, like, keep, don't get scared. Push through. I turned around and I looked at it. And when I tell you, I, it was, like, deformed. Like, have you guys seen the movie The Hills Have Eyes? Yes. That is exactly yes. what this thing looked like. It, it almost had human features, but it was very deformed. And as soon as, like, our eyes connected, I just, like, I don't know if I entered, like, a state of terror where I, like, passed out. But that's what happened. Like, I just passed out. And I remember still waking up, like, with the largest, like, <gasps> what the heck? And it, yeah, it never came back. Like, wow. And that's what I remember because when I heard that, when you said in the podcast, like, just face it, you need to face it because it almost feels like these things are very, um, like, they they're target the vulnerable people, like, people where things are happening. Like, around this time, my, my parents were divorcing. My grandmother passed away. I was, like, you know, I was very vulnerable in that time. And it almost, it's almost like it took advantage of it. Yeah, it's like they they feed off of like fear. Yeah, and the moment that I decided I didn't want to deal with it anymore was the moment that it just never bothered me again. Um I will say that I have seen other things there, but that I feel like that was my main issue like just growing up because it would bother me a lot. Like I couldn't sleep. I got to the point where I refused to even like go to sleep. I would wait for my mom to wake up and I would go to sleep during the day. It was terrifying. <laughs> it never came back after that. And I, I almost felt like, yeah, you have to face it. But it scares me because my brother lives there and he's 12 years younger than me. He's not scared. He's the person that like laughs if something happens. So I'm just <laughs> like, should I tell him to face it? But what if he faces it and things go wrong? So, yeah. like, I, Has he seen it? Like the same thing? I have never seen it again, except for a picture <laughs> that... It creeped me out so bad. My brother took a picture because our front door opened by itself. And I posted it to TikTok. And people started, like, outlining faces that they saw on the door. This is... And then you, like, zoomed in on it, right? And you could, like... It was a deformed face. Yes. I saw that. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why am I watching this at night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, every time I visit, I have to stay there. And something always happens. But... I think now that I'm older, I'm just like, well, I'm going to laugh it off because I'm definitely not going to cry. <laughs> I cannot. I would literally Like, there's cry. literally times when it's like I'm having a bad day and, like, you see something. I'm like, not today. Like, I don't have time for your shit Yeah, today. like, at my mom's house, I, I have really bad insomnia. So, typically, like, here in my home, I, I just lay there for hours and I don't go to sleep. But when I'm at my mom's house, I'm like, no, I'm going to take a sleeping pill. My ass is going to hit that pillow and go to sleep. <laughs> like, you... Do not, you cannot stay awake at her house. Like, there was one time where I stayed awake because I'm just, like, laying there. And I started hearing, like, a little kid running around the bed. Oh, oh hell no. Like, mm, no. Or, like, somebody knocking in the window. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to ignore that, too. <laughs> That's a no. That's a no yeah. thank you. I would legit never mi- visit my mom. <laughs> and you know what's funny? House. Like, I asked her, I'm like, mom, what if someone wants to, like, come and explore your house? And she was like... Oh yeah, that's that's fine. But I was like, no, you can't do that. Like, 
was like, well, how about we make a deal? If somebody wants to explore your house, they can, but they have to help you get rid of these things after. So I'm like, if anybody That's wants to deal. explore it, okay, but you guys have to help us. <laughs> yeah. You're doing all the dirty work, okay? <laughs> that way, if they if they come after somebody, right? it'll be them. Like, you can't just come in here, mess everything up, make it worse, and then leave. Like, I already do that myself. Yeah. Let's not... <laughs> Let's not bring anybody else. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I don't know how either of you do it. Because, like, so there was, I think my mom, she was visiting and she told me that she heard, like, a little girl laugh from my stepson's room. And I was like, what the hell? Why did you tell me that? I didn't need to know that. I've never heard anything. <laughs> I didn't go in his room for, like, a year. Wait, didn't your, steps- <laughs> didn't your stepson say that one thing last year? Yeah, I can't remember what anymore. He did say something and I forgot. He said, like, he was hearing... uh, Oh, he was like, the voices tell me something. And I was like, what the... So uh, both of those things happen almost together. And so I didn't go inside his room for, like, a year. (laughs) And even, like, he he was just here, and I needed to grab, like, something he forgot in there. And I was like, oh, my God, no one else is home. Like, I will literally send my husband in that room. He doesn't even... I don't think he's even noticed that I haven't set foot in there. And so I had to go in there, and, like, I ran in and ran out so fast. Like, but... There was, uh, my baby was younger, so maybe, like, three months ago, I was putting him back in the crib, because, you know, you're up, like, late-ass hours of the night, like, nursing Mm -hmm. a baby, so it was probably 3 a.m., like, I'm pretty sure it was 3 a.m., and I heard, like, a very, like, different, because, like, my toddler has, like, a very hoarse, like, raspy voice, you could say, and so I heard, like, a very, like, fine like little tiny voice like say my mind I was like fuck that it was and it was coming from that side of the house and my baby does my baby's a little he's a little baby he's not the one that said my mind I didn't even turn I was like fuck no it's too early for this maybe I imagined it I am sleep deprived uh but I just pretended <laughs> I didn't hear it I went and fell back asleep and the next day I I was like, I'm not going in that room again. And so uh, since that day that I had to grab something from his room, I, again, have not been back in there. <laughs> oh my God. I always <laughs> hear scary. Like, scary things kids say, and I never know what like parents do afterwards. So now I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I pretend I didn't hear it. Like my step- when my stepson said, like... You just mind your business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he said that, I was like, hmm. And I just didn't say anything. Yeah, the other time that my uh, toddler was waking up from his nap and he said, the little girl, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, let's go eat. <laughs> like, like, respond. Like, it was. <laughs> it's literally has, how it has to be. I don't remember what, but what did my daughter say that, other, that one time that she scared the crap out of me? And it was like two weeks ago. I don't remember. <laughs> I, she said something hella scary and I was like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> She got an award, so she got a, a, a present from, from her dad, and it was, like, a little Barbie doll. And she's like, Mom, if she talks, just oh, ignore her. I was like, what? <laughs> the hell? The haunted Barbie. The haunted Barbie. No. I would probably die on the spot. <laughs> and then we had, like, really bad, like, uh, audio <laughs> that day, remember? Yeah. Like, on my end, I just couldn't get it to work. Like, it was, like, a bunch of technical malfunctions. It was like, weird. like, it's the Barbie. <laughs> it was Barbie. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 is, what is her, like, legal name? Barbara? I don't know. Barbara. Stop it. Is it really Barbara? <laughs> Isn't Barbie short for Barb? I just thought Barbie was her name. See, so, yeah, now I gotta Yeah, Google. I have to know, too. Like, 
You can't yeah, just say that know. and let me off. Like, I need to know. <laughs> Her name is actually Barbara Lee Walters. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barbara Millicent to Robert. Oh, God. What the <laughs> heck? I had no idea. Millicent? Okay. <laughs> wow. That's like straight up like old school names. Anyway, um, enough of this name stuff. <laughs> totally yeah. off topic <laughs> uh, uh, i'm like i have like anxiety now from uh letty from your stories <laughs> i'm just glad that you know what's funny i always thought oh the day i leave my mom's house something's coming with me like there's no way and thankfully nothing ever did like even when i visit nothing ever comes but i also try to put the intention out like nothing is allowed to come back with me like, I feel so bad because I'm like, you stay with my family. I'm going to go and be happy, you know? <laughs> you have to, though. You have to do that. <laughs> like, it already lived here. It doesn't have to come live with me. It could stay here. <laughs> right? Stay stay in your home because it's their home now, too. Seriously, you should be like, look, look, you can't, like, you don't have to pay rent here. If you come with me, you will have to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, think, think of that. <laughs> you got a better deal here, so just stay here. <laughs> you have your own room. No one's home half the time. Like, <laughs> I, I work from home. I'm always home. So, you know, you need to stay here. <laughs> uh, I feel like this is a good place to wrap up. But before we go, we do recommend a spooky uh, recommendation on every episode. Uh, Leti, do you have any spooky recommendation for the people? It could be like any movie, show, book, I don't know, comic. Gosh, I the do, people. I do. Oh, perfect. Um, but it's in Spanish. It, okay. It's okay. a story called El Exorcismo en Tijuana. It's under, um, I want to say, I can't remember the name, but just look up on YouTube, El Exorcismo en Tijuana. Listen to the story. It was terrifying, but it's good. The storyline is so good. All right. I'm going to do that right now while it's still day. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> well, still, yeah, no, like when we did that one episode on um, La Mano uh, Patrona. The show, Del Caso de Josue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was like, it was like two o'clock my time. And there I was listening to it like an idiot that I am because I first procrastinated and scared in the dark literally at midnight i was rewinding <laughs> trying to figure out what this demon's name was and i was like what the fuck am i doing what i'm not even wrong gonna write with it you i i cannot do that because that <laughs> name will stay in my head and then i'll accidentally say it like so many times i'm like stop stop it what are you doing <laughs> right i have forgotten it thankfully so um yeah, and then that one time Google was like, this is how you say it. Oh, <laughs> no. I, was like, no um, I will say, I was like, I will say that when I listened to the story, um, my lights did go out for like a split second, but I'm not going to blame it on the story. Oh. I'm just going to say it was bad timing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, bad timing. Um, MJ, do you have a spooky recommendation this week? I actually do not. This is like the first week. I've been out That's true. You've sick been, for the past you've been two weeks. Dying. And I've been like sleeping. <laughs> I've been dying. Literally my medication. Like I have to wait to take my medication until the kids are off at school. And once I take it, it's like I'm out for the next like 12 hours. <laughs> oh, God. Can I just say thank you guys so much for having me. I honestly on the day-to-day basis, I can never have a conversation about paranormal things with like my family or friends because they get scared easily so this has been so fun for me and thank you so much 
Oh my god, I'm so glad that you agreed to come on. We'll have to do this again some other time too. Yeah, definitely hit me up. So much fun. A lot of fun. I have to scroll and find my recommendation because I can't remember it. Oh, I do. I have one. Oh, what? Okay, so um, there's a new season of Paranormal Caught on camera. As you oh, guys know, you do it's my like favorite. It, yeah. But <laughs> it reminded me, like the one, the story that we were talking about earlier in this episode, there is this one video recording of this like little duende playing with a little girl. Ew, and I was like, oh, hell no. I need okay. to see that. I was like, ew. The like, little hand reaches out to the little girl. And I was like, no. Do you remember what episode no. this was? It was the first one of the new oh, season. Oh, the first one. Whoa. They started out with a banger. I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, they did. And I was like, that's a no. That's a hell yeah. no. Um, well, first, <laughs> if I would like to recommend Letty Loves You on TikTok because Thank it's you. seriously great. Yeah. And if you're not on it, you're yes. missing out. But I also have another one. This is a movie on Shudder. It's called uh, 32 Malasaña Street. It's a haunted house story movie from uh, Spain. If you can get over their annoying accents, uh, then it's a good movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. I should delete that. But um, yeah, it's a good classic haunted house uh, movie it has like all the all the tropes it doesn't have like super cheesy jump scares so yeah it was it was a fun watch it's not like this amazing movie but like it's a decent time you know mm-hmm. but yeah again thank you Letty, so much for coming thank on you guys do you want to tell people where to find you even though i've already said it a bunch of times yeah you can find <laughs> me literally everywhere under Letty loves you <laughs> <laughs> And I will include a link to her TikTok slash YouTube on the show notes. And if you're constructing a new house and all the workers are telling you something's going on, don't make them keep working. Just stop building the house because it's haunted and just build it somewhere else. Leave. And uh, (laughs) stay a spooky. We'll catch everyone next time. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for our spooky supporting us on Patreon. Monica, Winston, Modesto, Cynthia, Perla, Jesenia, Kristen, Dalia, Mariela, Rene, Iris, Ghost Train, and Madtown Charity. A Spooky Tales is hosted by Christina and MJ, produced and edited by Christina. If you're looking for more ways to support the show, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash spookytales. You'll get access to bonus episodes, exclusive stickers and merch, and special thank yous. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash And you can also buy some merch. Go to espookytales.com store and you can see new shirts, hats, and I'm always making new designs to add to the store. And the best way to support, of course, is to just listen to the episodes and tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening. Stay as spooky.